Hello there, Daz. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Sandra? Good, good. Welcome to Madisel Coach Podcast. We are so happy to have you on. Thank so, you. I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful. Let me uh, just take a few minutes and uh, welcome our listeners. Um, welcome back to Madisel Coach. I have a special guest today as we're starting a new series um, called TC to the third power and that stands for the coaching counselors corner so I have a counselor um, with us today and uh, this is Dasmir Mason and she is uh, working on her licensure for clinical counseling um, mm-hmm. Dasmir where are you located Right. I'm in uh, Hampton Roads, Virginia. So I'm located at the, the Hampton location uh, in Virginia. I'm through Genesis Counseling Center. I'm a counselor in residency. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, mm-hmm. I am so happy to have you on the show today, but um, I'm, it's even more special for me because you're a dear friend of mine. <laughs> um, we are counseling. We were in counseling cohorts together and I'm excited to just share some thoughts with you now and also inviting Mm -hmm. you back for some more opportunities. Thank you. Happy to be here. So first things first though, we have to just talk about, tell me how you're doing in what we have presently going on in our, in our, in our country, Mm -hmm. um, in our world, um, the the coronavirus, Mm COVID-19, um, I just did a podcast mm-hmm. uh, called Crisis um, Family During a Crisis. And so I, I define mm. crisis as a turning point, a condition of instability or danger, a mm. dramatic emotional or circumstantial upheaval in a person's life. And so mm. can you just talk to us just real quick and just tell us how sure. you're doing during a crisis? Right. Yeah, that's a really good question, Sandra. With crisis, you know, our, our, many people just go to panic. It, it just jumps straight to panic. Um, for me, as a woman of faith and, and a professional operating um, through faith, um, how what I really lean on is my faith um, and self-care, you know, um, taking precautions as needed, you know, with safety and the social distancing, um, but also not forgetting that, you know, God's plan for me and my life and um, my really my passion is to help others. So um, amidst this crisis that's going on with COVID, for me, um, having that internal peace is really important, but also making sure that I'm available to um, to help those in need um, as for what I'm called to do is really helping me stay grounded amidst this time. It's really difficult. You know, we're all human. Yeah. We have struggles, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, for me, it's just really important to be reminded that, you know, I, as a helper, um, I am using my, prof- my profession and my faith um, to not only help myself, but to help others. So um, that's, what's helping me through this. <laughs> that's excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I appreciate you, you letting us in on that part of your heart and, and how mm-hmm. you're working through things. So we appreciate that. Um, We are definitely in um, challenging times, but, um, you know, we, we each have to tap into what it is that does give us that peace, uh, that stability, um, because a crisis is something that is, that is definitely is highlighted in instability. And um, so we're definitely in that state right now. um, And everyone needs to make sure that they do 
uh, self-care and family care and just make sure that they are grounded in Mm -hmm. something that will help them process. Right. And so today, what we're going to do, though, is we want to talk to our audience today about uh, a chapter in my book. I I don't even know if I've talked a lot about the book, but I'm going to need to talk more about my book here on Madison Coach uh, because we we uh, did a book at the end of last year, and um, so it's still very very young, and it is called Strategic Parenting for the 21st Century. Uh, mm-hmm. the subtitle is Not My Enemy, and so I talk about family relationships, family dynamics um, within the home with just the outside of the home when when you're still dealing with your family members and so as a part of this there's a section in the first chapter that is called get on the welcome list and so I was in a conversation with Dasmir and some other uh, counseling colleagues and the topic was was discussed and we talked about how I introduced this in the book a welcome list for a teenager or a young person really is kind of this unwritten idea of people that they believe that they have allowed to be welcomed in their universe. And so parents sometimes assume that they're on that list. And I feel like you're not automatically on the list. You need to ask permission to get on the list. You need to know who else is on the list. this is an independent person, an independent mind, meaning your your young person, your child, deciding who gets to be on that list. And so in the book, I say that we should ask for an invitation to be on the list. Um, we don't need to demand. We don't have a right to be on their list because, you know, we brought them into this world, that philosophy. No, you don't have a right to be on the list of who they think is welcome. And I also say, don't threaten, don't use threats to get on the list. And my key um, statement around this list is that a parent needs to ask themselves, why do I want to be on my child's welcome list? Well, that number one reason is that you should want to be on that, on that list for relationship. And so as we highlight this and we talk about it, when I'm interacting with my counseling colleagues and Dasmir was there, Dasmir brought up a very interesting um, side to this. And I, and I welcome her to the show to talk about um, the welcome list from another angle. So Dasmir, if you would go ahead and just talk about that, the welcome list from a different perspective. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm so glad that you brought up the welcome list. And during our discussion, it just kind of allowed me to reflect back of, you know, who's on my welcome list. Um, and, you know, I'm not a parent. I don't have any children, but it, it made your book has really helped me think about the relationship that I've had with my parents. And even as, you know, an adult now, the maintenance of that relationship and it, it's kind of been restructured. Um And so what the welcome list, to me, it pointed out, you know, just the boundaries um, and reestablishing boundaries with my parents from as an adult, from adult perspective, you know, we talked about the 
the idea of adult children and you brought a really good point is that you know I had pictured myself or put myself in the in the position or the title as being an adult child you know um right you want to speak about that part that was really interesting yes let me just jump in here thank you because again in, in this American culture we use that phrase um my adult child there is no such thing as an adult child you're either a child or you're an adult and the longer we call adults Mm -hmm. adult children or we see them as adult children our mind actually makes us respond to them in childlike manner so then you Mm -hmm. treat them here you are treating a 30 year old as if Mm -hmm. they are 12 and Mm -hmm. that's why we do see a lot of breakdown and brokenness in families because adults are saying stop treating me like a kid I'm not a kid And so parents, and and this goes to another spot in the book where I talk about a parent learning how to flank, how to get on the side of their young person instead of always being in front leading. You go to the side to support them and you allow them to lead their own life because they are Mm -hmm. coming into adulthood. And Mm -hmm. so I think we have a major thing in our American culture, mainly where there is there's no distinction and because we think we have adult children right those so so those 60 year old 50 year old parents are still trying to parent Mm -hmm. adult people and that's where conflict happens because you're trying to parent someone that needs to be adulting they need to Mm -hmm. be doing their own thing uh, responsible for their own decisions they should not have moms and dads fixing everything mm-hmm. for them because mm-hmm. it actually cripples them, keeps them from being effective in their relationships, mm-hmm. uh, as parents, um, as people in business. I think it, it, it affects all those areas yeah. uh, because what you've done is you have stepped over a boundary. And so Dasmia wants to talk about how we reestablish those boundaries. Right. Yeah, exactly. You hit it right there on the nail. Reestablishing those boundaries with my parents was really, it was really a challenge. You know, I've been married for actually six years this past month. This month made six years for me. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. And so um, just a little background, me and my husband, after we got married, we he's military we moved to New Mexico so there was a physical boundary of being away from my parents who are in North Carolina um so it was a little bit easier you know to for me to establish those boundaries with my parents but now moving back to this side you know I had to relearn how to keep those boundaries that the physical distance had given me you know um, when it came to matters such as making decisions saying no to my parents not feeling that pressure and um I don't want to see paint my parents as bad people but it's just what they were accustomed to they're not used to me saying oh no I can't make this event because I have something planned for me and my spouse right you know um so so reestablishing those boundaries was really tough for me um something that I just had to practice was saying no or um not that's that's not easy um because I have I acknowledge that I have a people-pleasing personality and um I had to realize you know Daz you're not that teenager anymore you know you don't have you're you're a grown woman you've married like you don't have to please your parents um 
and and you're putting my spouse first before my parents very good very good that yeah that one was a really difficult one because um I have the expectation for my spouse to put me first and and it goes the other way and then respecting those boundaries was really tough I've um, read the book by Cloud and Townsend the boundaries um book is really really helped me um realize that boundaries are healthy you know and and maintaining that they're not walls but they're fences or property lines that yeah I have to operate within my boundary and and keep my my long cut my grasping I can't worry about other people's lives around me yeah Uh, yeah and let me let me just jump in quick because when you say you know I love that a boundary is not a wall Mm-hmm. And I think we misunderstand that. We, we think a boundary is a wall. We got to put these walls up around us. And that, no, right. it's, it's a fence. It's a property line. And so mm-hmm. I love about the property line. What do we what do we do with par- property lines? We, we mm-hmm. look at it to say right here, these things are my responsibility. This mm-hmm. is what I own. And because mm-hmm. I own this over here, I need to take care of it. And if right. you think about a relationship between adults and their parents, what mm-hmm. happens is that a lot of times that the the line doesn't exist, or it's right. so it's so blurry that it's invisible a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So right. then there's the, the ownership that that adult should be taking. So a married adult, a single adult, however you're adulting. Mm -hmm. what should be happening there doesn't get to happen because the parent comes in and has to always feel like they're still taking ownership a lot right they don't say it out loud no but it's a belief system that they are stuck in right and and there's some guilt that i experienced too you know like like you said the stuckness um I experienced guilt where I was like, oh, I can't, I can't tell my parents no, you know, um, in e- it's even something that has even brought my, me and my brother and my sister together, um, because we're all adults, you know, mm-hmm. and we're all struggling with the same thing, you know, telling mom and dad no was a learning curve and still is a learning curve yeah. that, that we're, we have to continue to practice because like you said, if you don't maintain those boundaries, they're invisible, yeah. you know, they're invisible lines get crossed feelings get hurt mm-hmm. you know and and that's just the reality of it yeah yeah very good yeah very good. it's really tough even when it comes to sharing information you know <laughs> um and when it when it comes to the welcome list like you in your book you said you have to ask for an invitation yeah. to, to be on the welcome list and you know of course you know when it when it comes to teenagers and whatnot you want to ask for an invitation you know for your child um as an adult me realizing who do i want on my welcome list Mm. if you go to an event or a a party or anything you know there's a list you can't get in without that list right And, and that that's the boundary right there realizing who who is on your list who are the healthy people that you want on your list and and who's not and that that goes also it includes parenting but it also includes other areas of life which um which is tangential but it's just besides the point the welcome list is so so critical um even in adulthood i love it 
You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And we just want to encourage everybody, no matter what age you are and you're listening today, uh, take mm-hmm. a look at your welcome list. Parents, who have you allowed to be welcome on the list? Who, who's, who's welcome to speak into your life? Who's welcome mm-hmm. to speak into the lives of your children? Um, I think that's a welcome list that we have to we have to take responsibility for. I think that if we just kind of leave it up to space, oh, space will take care of it all right. Because yeah. you know, there's a lot of people on social media that are speaking into your children that mm-hmm. you have not given any type of welcome to. But because you haven't gotten connected to your young person, you're not mm-hmm. paying attention to what's going on and who's in their world. Again, it's not about bullying your way in, kicking down right. emotional doors. It's really about listening. It's about asking the questions. But mm-hmm. as adults, we have to make sure that we check our welcome list. Who have we allowed to speak into us? You know, when it comes down to uh, what music we listen to, what what podcasts we listen to, what mm. what what songs? Hey, yeah, let some things be welcome. In, mm-hmm. You know, in our in our minds and in our hearts. Like I realized um, during this mm. during this time, and I know this can turn into its own podcast, but I'm just going to yeah. touch it quickly. Is that I was listening too much to the news, mm. and I found that I just got discouraged and depressed and fearful because I was taking in all of these different opinions and thoughts and facial expressions and oh and I was just Mm. all this stuff and it just began it became heavy and I realized I gotta check my welcome list this stuff isn't welcome and whatever I allow to be welcome I'm in control of that I get Mm -hmm. to decide you know you you get about you get about two minutes of my time you're welcome for two minutes and, right. and after that two minutes, I got to shut that off because I know it might cause me some harm. So mm-hmm. that's why a welcome list is so very important. So I want to encourage parents to encourage your young people in their welcome list. Um, yeah. Encourage that because it that's that can be a, a piece right there for conversation in the family. Um, right. It can be a, a way to connect, especially during this time, as mm-hmm. I have said in my other podcasts. Coronavirus has made us slow down, and in certain situations, we have come to a halt so that we can take a look at what's happening in our family. What is going on? Um, Who is this person that I share space with? So it could be your spouse. It can be your siblings. It can be the children you have um, when you have your when, when parents are, are having their own, their parents back in the home again, um, all of that, that's, those are family connections, our close friends, we, all, we even can call family. So take a look at that welcome list and take a look at the boundaries. And for adults, make sure you reestablish a, the boundaries you need um, around your parents. You are not adult children, you are adults. Your childhood is over. You do not need to be treated like a child. You do not need to be talked to like a child. You don't need to be handled like a child. You need to be an adult. We need more strong adults in this nation, in this world, in this season of life. We need more strong adults, not adult children. Exactly. 
So did you have anything else you want to speak on that? As no, I, I absolutely. No, I absolutely agree. I think you hit it right on the nail. Um, you said like the welcome list is a privilege. I wholeheartedly agree. You it's like keeping those healthy people in um, and, and shutting those unhealthy people out maintaining those boundaries and something else that came to my mind was just effective communication is so important Um, when it comes to parents communicating to their children yes um, parents communicating to each other you know uh, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah saying communicating effectively um where it's not like you said bullying your way it's effective it's loving it's kind-hearted um, and realizing that, you know, everybody is a hu- is a humanity of it. That's yeah. something you said to me, too, that every person, no matter what your age is, is a human. And you yeah. have that privilege where you deserve the respect to be treated as such, despite your age. And, and realizing that your child has the privilege of having a welcome list and that you may not be on it. But once you are on it, respecting that privilege and maintaining that effective communication is so important so that you can stay on the welcome list because the welcome list you know uh, from what from what I understood it's it can be flexible you can be on the welcome list for a while and then you know something could happen that the trust is broken or something that maybe you're not welcome anymore that's and you right have to earn that trust back in order to get back on that that's that could happen Absolutely. and I'm sure it has happened with I know it's happened with me um, so I, I just appreciate um, you for for bringing that really point up. I think you framed it in such a good way where it's the welcome list. It's such a good um, visual aid for me um, to think about relationships and boundaries and, and communication. Um, I think it was very beautifully put. Um, so I just want to thank you for that. You're welcome. And thank yeah. you. Thank you for being so transparent about your own personal story. Absolutely. And, and just and just coming along and uh, you are totally welcome on my list. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Sandra, likewise. To speak into my life. Um, and so I appreciate you. And uh, thank you to my listeners who are out there. You have just been introduced to an incredible young woman, Dasmir uh-huh. Mason. Um, thank you. We call her Daz. So um, <laughs> she'll be back to talk with us uh, another time. Thanks for yes. listening today as we talked about the welcome list and boundaries, reestablishing boundaries and the importance of all of that for healthy communication, healthy relationships. Everybody out there, no matter what your age is, you are worth it. And we appreciate you taking time to listen to Madison Coach today. We are closing out and we look forward to talking to you again. Thanks so much for listening. I'm family coach Sandra and my guest is Dazmir Mason. Thanks Thank again. You. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.